Hey, I'm Mike Myers, and this is the Songwriting for Guitar podcast, which is geared to support songwriters and producers to gain confidence and turn pro. I bring on industry experts to help you improve and monetize your skills, engage better in the writing process, and build healthy habits to create a sustainable career that you love. Caffeinated, inspirational, conversational. Hey friends, Mike Myers here with the Songwriting for Guitar podcast, episode number 70, Lift Affirmations. Okay, now, yes, lift, like the rideshare, lift. <laughs> After I did the last episode with Heather Taylor, and it was based around uh, her experience at her first conference, I started to think about my first experience of going to a music conference, the first trip I took to LA, uh, what it was like, and this one little thing that I stumbled upon doing by accident, and how it honestly changed my experience, uh, my first experience at this conference, and how I still do this. And so that's what this episode is all about. So we're gonna dive into it. Episode number 70, Lift Affirmations. What I thought of after we had this conversation and just like you were like, this was my you know, first big conference I went to and it was like all this, my mind started to go back to what was it like when I went to my first conference and I was like, you know, what was the experience like? And I realized there was something I inadvertently did that was like a form of affirmation and it mm. was like a form of lift. It's a lift affirmation. Okay, tell, tell me about it. Like the company, lift affirmations. So inevitably when I, you know, when you travel somewhere new, you know, I don't like to, I usually don't rent a car. I'll just do some lifts because like where I was staying, where the conference was happening was pretty close. And I was like, it's way cheaper for me because then I looked at the hotel. It costs this much to keep your car. And I was like, ugh, I'm not doing that. I was like, I was like, I'll just do some lifts, some Ubers. Uh, but when I got into the car, the first thing the person turned to me and they were like, what are you doing here in LA? And I was like, and probably it all happened within a couple seconds, but it was like whoa, 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 where everything whoa, whoa. slows down my head. I was like, well, I'm not on vacation, so it's not vacation. But I don't want to say like, well, I'm going to this conference that's this conference for this thing that's called licensing, which involves and then like this really because I was like, it goes into a long and I'm there to see some speaker. And then because I've been taking this thing that's and I was like, oh, I do music for film and TV. And they were like, oh, that's cool. And they were like, well, and then it does, they were like, well, what, what does that mean? And I was like, well, and then I got into the explanation and explaining it. And they were like, oh, that's amazing. And I was like, yeah, it's, it's, it's awesome. But I noticed every single driver that would pick me up, no matter what, always started the conversation with the same thing because they were picking me from an airport, a hotel, somewhere like, oh, where, where you're going to the da-da-da, what you doing here? And it was always like, oh, well, I'm doing, well, I'm here for film and TV and blah, blah, blah. And they would share, because if they're doing Lyft, most of them are doing some form of music, doing some form of acting, but they wouldn't say they were doing it. They would say, I'm trying to do acting okay and at this point were you doing it no where were you on your journey at this point i was still figuring it out like i was like take but i was taking the courses 
I was I was writing a whole bunch of songs. I was do but they weren't good. They were still in I guess like that stasis period of like you have to write 20 more before it like gets to the next level. You have to do 30 more before it gets to another level. But much much later and it was like Two years ago, I read uh, Do the Work, Stephen Pressfield. Love and it. he talks about like this period where you can still own the thing as you're developing it. it. You don't have to wait for you know XYZ to happen. As long as you're putting in the work, you're devoting that time. You're really carving out the craft. And I was like, I am. Like I'm I was actually taking a cut because to go to this thing, I had to stop working. And that's when I was teaching. And the only way I made money is teaching. And they, they, I think during that time, that's where they switched to a new policy where it's like, if you were absent and they assigned a substitute teacher to your clients. So I could, there were no makeup lessons. So uh, I was actually losing money to go on this. Right. Yeah. You're I making was, a sacrifice. And so I was losing money and I didn't have a lot of money either. Because like it, the teaching was so in flux because there were these seasons where it's like you would make a lot. The t best teaching seasons are January, September. And I was going into a month where I probably shouldn't have been taking off. And that was like May. That's the worst time because that's coming into the summer dip. But I was like, I had to. How do you think it affected your first conference? How do you think it affected you? Even going because it's so it, the adrenaline's pumping. You don't know this yeah. person. You don't know this city. You just got off of a long plane ride. Like you're in this like like tired but excited space, and then like you're gonna meet a b bunch of people that you don't know, but who are like potentially like really important to you. And yeah, so how did that go after for you? What I love is um, that conference too was the first time I met Josh Doyle in person. Oh. And that was that was our that was our first conference together because we had been we had been Facebook messaging and like texting. That's awesome, Josh. Doyle. And here's what's crazy too: I didn't know this till much later. Heather Evans was at that conference, and <laughs> no I wouldn't meet, I wouldn't meet her until like four years later. Oh my gosh! But she was there oh because gosh. it was like it was one of the few that were happening kind of in that sphere of licensing because. As much as it is now more of a prominent thing, I'd say like in that 2016, it was starting to, but not as much as you see now. So it was like the amount of conferences revolved around that were few and far between. So it was mm. a, a lot more of like a niche thing that people were going to. But I think it made a huge difference because, and we talk about this to people about like what you say whether you realize it or not affects how you act, how you hold yourself. So if you say, I'm not doing this, you're gonna act when you get into a space like you don't belong there and mm -hmm. you're suddenly like conscious. But if you're saying these things, almost like building yourself up, I do this, this is like, you know, I wasn't a dick or just going in there being like, I for, I'm the best, <laughs> you burr. But I was like, hi, nice to meet. Like there was some weight to how I spoke. There was some weight in a handshake. There was just how I carried myself. I think it did really affect, like I belong here. Like this, this is, yep, because I'm gonna do the thing. This is my thing. That's because so cool. I'm, I'm putting money too into it. I'm thinking of like, what's the next thing I'm going to invest? I'm looking at what I'm gonna upgrade in my studio. I had steps in place. I was writing. Things were getting better. I was getting feedback. I had a coach. Had I was momentum. like, yeah. So, and so I think there was that pivotal time where it was like, okay, either I'm going to own it or it's just like, 
dude, you have to, because even if you got the thing, then you're going to be like, well, it has to be until I get four more placements before I can say, and it's not true. Like that's so, I don't know. It's, I realized it back then, probably I didn't think of it. I just did it as the easy alternative as opposed to being like, it's not vacation, but I can't go so in depth because they're going to be like, what the hell is he talking about? I'm just going to be like, boom, I do this thing. And there were some really cool stories from people, but I noticed a lot of them just said, I'm trying to do the thing. And I wonder now, I'm like, I, I, I'd love to go see them and be like, are you still, do, are you still like, still Wouldn't going that after? Be amazing? Or it's just like, I know that's like, I just want to know. Are you still trying? Yeah. I, I forget how to put this eloquently, but they say, do in life what you want to be doing in the future. Mm-hmm. If you want to be songwriting in the future, make sure you're carving out time mm-hmm. in your daily life, no matter what. If you want to be this confident, well-spoken person, start feeling it. Start feeling it. Confidence is a choice. Start feeling it in your body, you know? Yeah. Start maybe even doing affirmations. I mean, I feel like affirmations came later for me at this first conference. Yeah. And I did not do the the Lyft or the Uber. I love that the Lyft or the Uber affirmation, affirmation myself. When I got in the when I got in the taxi, he was cool. His name was George, and um, he was an old rock drummer, and he had a lot of stories himself. So I I really spent the whole time like listening to his stories and like learning learning about him. But I was kind of like, yeah, I'm going to this thing, and it's gonna be great, I think, and I'm excited, and like that was it, you know, and yeah. so I. I kind of kept that vibe for a little while just like being really timid until until I like kind of gave myself a pep talk in in my hotel room like before I went down and started talking to other people but once I did the pep talk man yeah once I talked to somebody that I knew that I felt comfortable with and then I was just like okay all right I'm here I'm gonna do this even though I'm intimidated it's a conscious decision it really is because it's like that mm-hmm. moment of like, oh, because I think we also, you yeah. know, when we're going into a new space, we don't want to rock the boat. We're just like, no, I don't want to be too no. loud. I just want to be, yeah. oh, well, it's not saying be loud. You could still be confident and you could still hold yourself with confidence and be quiet. <laughs> like you don't have Absolutely. to, you don't have to be like, like a, a domineering yeah. person. But no, I think this. You know, I, the more I got into reading more books on like mindset and like how the brain, like your brain doesn't know the difference between like the the fake reality and like the, the if it's actually mm. happening. So if you can convince your 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 brain like, oh no no, it's happening, your brain starts to like, oh yeah it is. So you how you hold yourself, how you talk, your brain looks for also the positives. Like, is it moving in the right direction? How can I fix this? When you have that sort of like, oh, maybe it'll, I don't know, could, you know, the the shoulder shrug of like, Wee, that's where your mind goes, oh, maybe it can't. It's looking for an exit. It's looking for an escape route. Mm-hmm. And so most of the yeah. time it's, you know, people are like, oh, well, I tried to do the thing and it didn't work. It's like, well, did you try also like, if you've been putting in the work, have you been saying it? Have you been like speaking it? It's like, it's another form of like, Nobody teaches this in school. Nobody talks about this, like how important it is, how you, but we know, we know it matters because when we see someone, we're like, oh, they don't believe in themselves or they don't have confidence. It's visible. Then how do you get that sort of like inner 
confidence to come out visibly. And I think it's in the form of just like, even if you don't believe it at first, start saying it. And, and I guess it's not carte blanche to say, that's a fancy word, carte blanche, to carte say, blanche. carte blanche to say, all you have to do is just an affirmation. No, you have to be putting in the work. You that's have to it. be absolutely, but I think it's, it has to go 50-50. You can't just be putting in work and just like hope that gives you confidence. If you're putting in the work, that, then that means you're, you're, you're progressing in the thing. You've got to now be speaking that you're doing the thing. And if, you, if those are living side by side, I think that ends up being a really cool thing. But yeah, so now every time I think about that, when I go into like a Lyft or an Uber, when I'm traveling somewhere, and it's cool because now when I go there and I'm like, oh yeah, like there's times that have been totally just a travel day uh, where like I've been traveling and I'm like here because I am writing with so-and-so and I am here with this thing. But awesome. the first one was totally not that. That was me. And I think I did another one after that because as soon as I booked that first trip to LA and I was coming home on the flight and it was gorgeous too like and it, i don't know did you do like a flight meditation of just like thinking about the whole thing just like t trying to like think about it like every experience and like there's just this moment you must have i don't i don't <sighs> think that i did i didn't i did not do that again like i was i was going into it like oh i'm just I'm just proud of myself that I got this far. I'm proud of myself, you know, and just taking it one moment at a time kind of thing. But I have done those things before and they make such a huge, huge, huge difference. Hey, it's Mike, and I just wanted to jump into the middle of this episode to remind you that we record these episodes live on YouTube at 1 p.m. Central on Tuesdays. So please join us. You can ask questions after each recording. You can see this in real time. You can ask questions. So just head on over to our YouTube. Go to youtube.com slash songwritingforguitar, and you can see all the list of guests that we have lined up that you can join and be there live 1 p.m. Central Tuesdays. It was the evening before I left. I went to hang. My friend Max lives in LA, and so we we got dinner. But before we did, my hotel view had like this gorgeous, just like it was like you know that night sky where it gets like reddish, orangish. It's like purple, and it's like that dimming down. It was across, oh, yeah. and I was just like, I was like. God, this Beautiful. is fucking, I was like, it's fucking awesome. It was just like, yeah, ah! Amazing. And then the day I, I got on the plane, I think it was, um, I, yeah, it was an evening flight too. I think it was like from Denver to Pittsburgh when I lived there. It was like clear all the way from Denver to Pittsburgh. There was no like clouds. It was like, I could see like below and I was just the window seat. I was looking at it and I was just like, this was amazing. And as soon as I got home, I grabbed my credit card and then I booked another flight. <laughs> I was like, I'm going in July again. Yes, worst time amazing. to do it because it was just like that summer. And I know like I didn't care. I was like, July, got the hotel. And I was like, I'm going again. I'm going to reconnect with some people that I just met. And so literally that day I was like, okay, I'm coming back these times. Can we set up a right? Can I meet, hang out? And they were like, absolutely. So it was just like, I think that it, I don't know if I would have done that had I not felt that little bit of mm -hmm. confidence. 
But I think you have to in this realm creatively because we create things that are from essentially like thin air. A song is an idea. It's a concept. It's a feeling. It's it's not something you can physically at first like hold. So it's like you kind of have to, you know. You have to experience it. Yeah. So it's just like. You really, really do. Once I guess I held myself in that realm, it was like I think it was like, cool, since you're entering this, you can't go back. Like you mm. have to now like, oh, I love that. You, because mm-hmm. you can't, you can't, now because then it. that's, that's regression. It's like moving yeah. backwards. And now, now it's saying, I don't believe in myself. It's not saying I don't have self doubt, but it's, <clears throat> I have to, full, it's just like, all right. Ahead. Yep. And it's just like, it's, I, I can't do that. I think that's also what makes people scared sometimes is that they, they know that they know that in their heart, that if they make that step, then they can't go back and it, and it stops them from making that step. You know, when I was uh, before before I would like kind of self-champion and like be my own cheerleader and all that good good stuff, other people were doing that for me. And that's really really nice and it's really beautiful and I'm so thankful for my friends who are like that cuz you need those reminders and it's just like makes life so much better when you have people in your life who love you that much and all that good stuff. But the thing is, like, it never really got, it, it never really sunk down and it never really pierced the, the heart, the soul. It, it, did, it didn't, because it's like I almost didn't, like, I believed it in some way, but like I didn't I, at the same time. And all of that was so beautiful, but not until I could really experience it, not until I did make that first step, not yeah. until I did start talking myself up and then, and then go out in the world as, as myself, that, it didn't make sense yet. And I do feel like that experience part will make it make sense. So I would encourage anybody who is thinking about diving in and wants to feel that and really wants to do the thing, like, like really just take that first step and like, and then start pumping yourself up, then you'll experience it. And then you'll be like, Oh, I get it now. I really believe that. Yeah, it's if you want to do that course, you want to do that coaching, you want to do that that you have to because you can't live in both worlds. You can I think it's like that's what people try to do and that's why it doesn't happen. And you know, I see it where people are trying to live in that predictable it's not what I enjoy, but I know it. And so it's like it's slightly safe. What you're asking me to do is I don't know a lot of the fact and I don't know and it's like yeah you won't but you've this is but you the factor you do know is how you're doing it currently isn't working like mm-hmm. it's not working and you're still like trying to think it's going to change it's not you're going to have to eventually say like uh, I do the thing and then then you have to start doing it because if somebody says like oh I'm a chef oh what do you cook a chef doesn't go like oh i don't cook anything i don't like they have to (laughs) they have to do so and it's like if you're saying like i write for this or i am i am a songwriter cool what have you done oh i better back this up with some evidence so sometimes it's an why we don't do that is because then it's an escape to like i don't have to put in that much work and then sometimes it's like oh oh, i guess i have to now i have to Mm -hmm. start owning it i have but you'll want to that's the thing. You'll want to. Your motivation will completely change, and you're going to be like, "Ah, where this? Where was this hiding?" Anyone that does this creatively too is like has that pivotal moment of like, "Oh, I decided to say yes. I decided to jump in. I decided to then start doing the thing." There's never someone that's like, "I occasionally thought about doing the thing, and it happened." Right. It, it's not the thing. 
that doesn't happen. And any book that I've read, especially on those, like, especially when I started to dive into like business books and people that were like building companies and things from the ground up, it's a, a lot of just like this sort of like confidence of just like, oh, yeah, I do not know, but I'm putting in the work. I'm investing my time, I'm investing my money, I'm putting where it is. I am doing the thing and it's going to fit. I'm going to figure it out and it's going to happen. And yeah, I've got a lot of people that are going to be like, mm, I'm not sure. Not worried about that. But what does matter is what I say to myself. That's the one thing I don't have control over what other people say about me. I really don't. Uh, even good things like I like my mom like of course she's gonna be like you can do it it's my mom like of course I'm not gonna yeah. doubt like so it's like and as you said it's nice when other people say it but there's something when you say it when you're like I believe I can do this thing because I'm doing it your yes. words have way more weight to it and so it's just much. like oh and it's just either you're either you believe it or you don't and then once you do believe it and then other people start seeing it and they're like, oh my gosh, what is this energy all about? They're like, where did that come from? I want that. You want you want to work together? I'm excited too. I feel it. That's why I like at the beginning of this week, <laughs> we recorded that podcast because I was just like, you were just like, hi, I'm here. And I'm just like, da, 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 da. and I was just like, ah, you've got so much energy. Can I just like, oh because gosh. you were riding that wave. And that's the whole goal is like, how do you continue to ride that wave and start to make that a continuous thing? It's just like, you've got to keep on pumping yourself up with that. And I guess maybe because maybe the amount of lifts made me also be like, oh, I'm doing the thing. And where eventually it caused me by the time I got home, I think my parents picked me up from the airport and my my dad was like, I have to admit, you did not shut up about the entire thing. Because I was like, I was just like, it was so good. And there was the supervisor and I met with them and I shook their hand and they said, and they listened and it was great. And then I met Josh and Josh and I have been talking, but this is the first time we met and we got coffee and he's so cool. And when I, and then the second time I came back to LA, that's where it's like, I did another, I went out and that's where Josh and I hung out in the studio and we did, we wrote for the first time and it was really cool. It was really sweet. He bought lunch like he bought it no. and and i was just like oh you don't have to and he was like no and we got like we got like burritos and we got like and we had like chips and oh my and gosh we the love story began with a burrito that's it, my kind of love story it did and it was just like and we were and it's it's so cool that, that i was like oh that moment and then later on i talked to heather evans i was like oh yeah i remember doing this one event and she was like i was at that event and i was like no you weren't the one in like 2000 like 17 yeah. No, you weren't. <laughs> what? She was like, yeah, because she lived in California at the time. I drove up for it. And I was like, oh, my God. The dots connect. So, I don't know. And that's why I was thinking about after we record that episode. I was like, oh, I remember that, like, that first, like, you know, the plane right there. I was like, what the hell am I doing? What am I doing? I have no idea what's happening. And then finally just getting off the plane and just being like, your, your lift is here. And I was like, oh, mm -hmm. get in. And Little just mom. like that question of just like, so what are you doing here? What are you doing here? What are you doing? And it was just like, what are you doing, doing here? here? And it was just like, <laughs> and just being like, oh. um, and it was just like, cool. That's what I'm doing. Uh, and it's also too, I totally should have booked at Burbank Airport instead of LAX because I paid way too much for that lift to get to the, the place. And so I learned next time to be like, I got to do Burbank Airport instead, which is a tiny airport, but it's actually awesome. 
Because I like that when you get off the plane, they have like those old fashioned, you know, in the 50s, how they rolled up the stairs. Oh, yeah. You oh, have yeah, that. You go because, on the tarmac. Yeah, you don't have you don't have necessarily yeah. uh, like the uh, the sort of like, you know, in larger airports, how you just have that connection from airport. So it's like you walk across and you're just like and it's gorgeous, too, because like usually most of the time it's sunny all the time. So you're getting off the plane. You're just like. Oh, I'm meant to. You, it's like how you walk off the plane. It's, uh-huh. it's pretty. It's pretty awesome. But I don't Burbank, know, for anyone, I need to keep that yeah. in mind. Mm-hmm. I love. I love small airports. Asheville has a small airport. I Justin love Asheville. Florida yep, had yep. a small airport for it's a drill down level. So up. nice. Oh my gosh, oh. I love it. One time I got off on. <laughs> this is like a total tangent, and I'm sorry, but I had one of those like five toed shoes. You know those like vibrams oh, where yeah. like they look so weird. And I got off on an airport. I think I like went. Uh, like to the Dominican Republic or something. I like just spend money. Anyways, so I, I got off the plane and then everybody was just looking at me because the airport was so small. And then everybody was just like looking at my oh. froggy little feet. And I'm like, but I, <laughs> but it didn't scar me from small airports. I, I do well, that's confidence right there them. to walk. No, that and just, confidence that's confidence. Sure. <laughs> so it's just like, I think that's the whole idea of this episode is yeah. there has to be, if you're putting in the work and you're doing this and you're thinking, well, I can't say I'm this until... I do this uh, or until I get like X number of, you know, placements or until I have a cut by this artist. If you're investing yourself and you're really devoting your time to this thing and you're seeking help and you're seeking that guidance, you can start saying that. And if you're someone that's like on that edge of you're living in, trying to live in both worlds of well, you know, I kind of do the thing that I say, well, it's not really, I'm almost, you're going to have to make a jump. Otherwise, you're always going to be stuck in that sort of hobbyist dabbler land of never, never really growing and never really believing that you can because you never said it. Even if you got a bunch of people saying around you like, oh, you're so good. You're amazing. That doesn't matter. You got to start saying it. You got to start saying it. And it doesn't matter. Like, you don't have to do it all right now. Like, you don't have to, if you jump in, it doesn't mean like you have to leave your entire life and like forget all the things that actually like make you thrive in your life right now. It's like you have to say it and you have to do like the the small things. You have to get those moments in and then you go, I'm doing it right now. Mm -hmm. I'm doing it right now. And then I'll do it again tomorrow at this time. And, you know, and then slowly, like, the t- the the whole thing will turn. And it'll be like, oh, I'm doing this more now. And, y- and then you'll gain confidence. It's like, you have to learn to trust yourself in that. The other book, so I've mentioned Do the Work, Stephen Pressfield. The other, uh, Real Artists Don't Starve, Jeff Gowen. He talks that about book. that. The idea of what you're talking about is like, d- don't worry. It's not that I'm saying burn your job and your career but start taking the steps to make transitions. And he really gets into that. Like, and I love that idea because I was probably, I had a client this week and I talked nothing but about transitions. Like the idea of like, this is how I transition from here. Here's another example of where I transitioned because it isn't just a jumpstart, but all along in those transitions, I was like, I, can, I realized it was that affirmation of like, I can do this. I do it. I am. I'm able to. So if you haven't tried lift affirmations. Lift affirmations. I love that so much because it comes from somewhere real. And then also you can just be like, oh, yeah, it'll lift me up. It does. You lift me up (laughs) when I am at an airport. (laughs) Um, So that's this week's episode, Lift Affirmations. So hopefully uh, you take it and 
you just start doing it and you start saying it, especially if you've been putting in the work. Believe in yourself. And that does it for this week's episode. It was edited and produced by Chris Fafalius. I'm Mike Myers. Thanks for listening.